0: hey guys welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in i'm lauren and this is liam hello and we have a lot of Controversial topics to talk about. Uh, We will likely not be monetized on pretty much any platform. So, if you are a subscriber to Blaze TV, we really appreciate it because uh, apparently YouTube doesn't find topics like this advertiser friendly. But that's okay. So, first off, we have a story where Antifa apparently went to blows with anti pedophilia activists. Is there more to the story? We'll find out. Then, a mother was shot by BLM supporters, and shockingly enough, it's not getting any media attention, but we we have this story we're going to be going through the details together so if you were on social media this weekend you may have seen that there's some footage going around of a protest in ireland that happened this weekend where depending on who you ask antiva went to blows with either anti-pedophile activists or hard right homophobes who, who are also fascists there's some debate over uh, who exactly these protesters were. We're going to be discussing who the groups claim to be, but here first is some footage of the scuffle. Mm -hmm. For our audio-only listeners, uh, and by the way, we are available on Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify if you want to give us a follow on any of those platforms. What happened in those clips was, first off, it looks like some Antifa members holding a sign about fascists, they're bad, etc. And then, to be fair to the Antifa members, it does look like the other protesters initiated the altercation by trying to take the sign away from them.
1: Yeah, and I mean... I definitely am not in support of violence, but part of me is like, listen, they took away that sign, they didn't hurt anybody. I'm tired of seeing people get bullied around by these far left acti- well, activists, ideologues, um, you know. I don't really have, a, I didn't really have a problem with it. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really have a problem I do with
0: want to it. say though, they have good music.
1: Did they? Yeah, yeah. They, that,
0: was, that was pretty good. Uh, and then the other clip was ironically, it looked like Antifa members, you know, the anti-police revolutionaries hiding Behind the police for protection. Uh, So that was pretty delicious. Now, depending on who you talk to, this was an altercation between Antifa, like I said, or anti anti pedophile activists, is what I guess right wing people were branding this as online. But uh, apparently, even that's not accurate. And of course, the left is saying, no, these were little Nazis. So we're going to be going through the details of that. But first, I want to tell you about the best underwear you will ever wear. That's right, Tommy John, our awesome sponsor. Do you want to know the secret to staying sweat-free this summer? I recommend Tommy John's ultra-breathable underwear and bras. They have a range of summer-ready breathable options, but their cool cotton underwear for men and women is like having your own on-body AC. Tommy John's cool cotton is made from premium natural Pima cotton for enhanced airflow, and it evaporates sweat super fast, keeping you drier, cooler, and more comfortable than regular cotton. Liam and I, I we're just in Texas with the Blaze folks, and it's unbelievably hot there so while traveling I made sure to bring my Tommy Johns with me and you know what I just i am at a point now where I feel like I just need more of them because it's hot every single day and I don't have enough pairs to cycle through with laundry but all of Tommy Johns layers are built for next level comfort whether you're on the hunt for lounge pants, lazy day joggers or the softest zoom ready tees and polos you've ever worn, Tommy John has you covered. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair you can get a full refund with the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free Guaranteed. So for a limited time, go to tommyjohn.com Lauren to get 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com Lauren for 20% off. Again, tommyjohn.com Lauren. All right. So we have some, I guess, posts here from social media because I, I actually didn't know anything about this event. It was called the Hashtag March for Innocence because it's going on in Ireland. I guess we're just hearing about it now after the fact. But yeah, the left-wing activists from Ireland were not too happy about this. This is what they had to say from this one post brian whelan says look at this effing bonkers protest in dublin they're going nuts because the new children's minister is a gay man he's Mm. saying so Apparently, these are homophobic Nazi alt-right people. And I did, this is interesting here, the attached photo to the tweet, these protesters are holding a banner that says protect the innocent, punish the guilty. On one side, it has uh, an outline of two children and then on the other side, a noose. So I think it, it should be noted that Whoever these people are, they're not messing around. They are serious about this.
1: Yeah, and to me, it's like I'm having trouble conflating that to homophobia there. It definitely seems much more to me instinctually that that's about pedophilia, Yeah, right? Protect the children and punish those who are preying upon them. Yeah, That seems pretty straightforward. Also to me, um, Ireland has had a gay president for some time Mm -hmm. now, right? It's not, this isn't new that they've had gay people in politics, so I, I... i don't see it as about that personally i'm sure there are homophobic people that exist in ireland yeah but but to equate that as certainly a bit of a framing thing i think
0: this is what someone who actually participated in the event had to say about it from amy mech she says irish children under attack thousands of irish patriots held a hashtag march for innocence rally to stand against child abuse pedophilia kids legally changing genders and experimental cross-sex hormones all right so that's interesting apparently Mm. this is maybe not about promoting fascism at all. And I know some of you may be thinking, well, if they're taking the stand against pedophilia and trans issues simply because of some gay Irish politician, then maybe that would be homophobia because they're conflating those things. Right. Yep. Again, no, actually, we have an article from, I think, the Irish Independent about some of the changes to Irish policy that this minister is trying to make. It says the new children's minister, Roderick or Gorman. That is, like, the most Irish name I've ever heard. Actually, yours, actually. <laughs> Liam Donovan. Pretty yeah, dang Irish pretty up but... there. uh he says children under 16 should be able to change their gender with the consent of their parents or guardians and GP. And note here, it just says children under 16, so it doesn't seem like there's any ceiling or, yeah, any floor to that. Like, how yeah. young is this going to be applying to? The Children's Disability Equality and Integration Minister also hit out at, quote, toxic and homophobic online attacks against him in recent days laws to make it easier for 16 and 17 year olds to legally change their gender will be introduced by the new coalition under a commitment in the program for government. The document also commits to examining the arrangements for children under 16 who may want to change gender. So I think that right there, frankly, is reason enough to protest. In my opinion, doesn't seem like it has really anything at all to do with him being gay. And actually, I, I looked through the posts about the event. I did not see any supporters who were there. And I'm not saying none of them, but from what I could tell, it wasn't this undercurrent yeah. of homophobia. And actually, there was a gay gentleman um, who was being interviewed at the event saying, I'm gay. That's not what this is about. This is just about protecting children. And gay people have as much of a vested interest as anyone else in doing that. Yeah.
1: And again, maybe there were some homophobic people there. Maybe. It's possible, but you can't paint the whole thing as a homophobic movement just because there's a few bad eggs it it happens in every movement you're going to have bad eggs it is what it is and and we didn't see any widespread sort of activity of that kind no what i do think is interesting is that both sides are a little bit guilty of i've seen some people on the right saying this was uh, that antifa was coming out in support of uh like anti or going against pedophile going going against against, (laughs) anti-pedophile protesters right where i really suspect that the main motivator for antifa was probably about the
0: Trans thing.
1: The transitioning for children, uh, chemically transitioning for children, which is something that we know that the left has been pushing for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I think that there's a a large amount of crossover with that movement and uh, like a pro sex for for minors movement, like Mm -hmm. a kind of pedophile or pedophile adjacent movement. They,
0: they, They like to refer to it as being like sex positive sex ed. But it is essentially sexualizing children
1: right exactly but but yeah so i think there's a bit of a mischaracterization definitely on the left side we saw that but i do think that the main reason antifa is there is for the trans stuff which
0: well i don't know and like i don't i'm not familiar with irish politics really at all but in looking into this apparently this children's health minister he has done some photo ops or at least associated with this person named Peter Tatchell, who, from what I understand, is a Green Party activist. And I honestly, from what I've seen, it does seem fair to call this person kind of pro-pedophile we have. Um, this, it looks like op-ed or letter to the editor that he wrote a while ago. It says, Ross Coward thinks it is, quote, shocking that gay men's press has published a book, Dares to Speak, which challenges the assumption that all sex involving children and adults is abusive. I think it's courageous. The distinguished psychologists and anthropologists cited in this book deserve to be heard. Offering a rational, informed perspective on sexual relations between younger and older people, they document examples of societies where consenting into intergenerational sex is considered normal beneficial and enjoyable by old and young alike so it does kind of seem like there's actually some grounds for these people to be worried that someone like an activist like this would have the ear of someone or at least the attention of someone in Mm -hmm. government and it's not just that this guy peter Tatchell. am i saying that right yeah i think so um he also is on record talking about how he is doing everything he can to ensure that parents cannot opt out of progressive sex education. and We have a clip of that here.
1: I've come up with a slightly modified version of the parental opt out, because I know that politicians are too cowardly to insist that parents should not have the right to take the kids out of classes. So what I'm suggesting is the policy ought to be modified to allow parents to take their kids out of those classes but require them to come physically to the school each lesson to physically take their child out of that class. Now, of all places, this was trialed a few years ago in Northern Ireland by a couple of schools, and the parental withdrawal rate plummeted to zero.
0: As you would imagine, I have a lot To say about that, before we get to it though, I wanna help you all with your cybersecurity. That's right, our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So the problem with big tech companies, I mean, there are many, but one of them is that not only do they censor what you read, but they also track what you do online. They track what you're searching for, the videos you watch and everything you click. And if that worries you, makes you nervous, it should they use this data to serve you ads and can match your activity to your offline identity using your device's unique ip address when i use expressvpn though these tech companies cannot see my ip address at all my identity is masked and anonymized by a secure vpn server so ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from hackers and other internet bad guys. And if that sounds kind of complicated, like you don't know how to manage that, don't worry, it's not. It's actually super simple. ExpressVPN software takes just one minute to set up on your computer or phone. You tap one button and then boom, you're protected. They take care of everything. So it's time to take back your privacy at expressvpn.com slash Lauren. By visiting my special link, you'll also get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free and hey who doesn't like to save money you get to protect yourself online and support the show so again that's expressvpn.com lauren now uh, i think it's very unfair to talk about taking away parental rights as if it's a good thing especially if you look at the policy he was talking about making parents come to school Mm -hmm. specifically that is just discriminatory i think against working parents who don't have right the option of being away from work so you're kind of maybe making people choose between hey do i want to maybe upset my boss lose my job or do i want to be able to protect my child and that's really that's disgusting yeah
1: it feels like they're holding the child hostage in oh this situation. for sure so yeah no i agree i mean the whole thing where you know i, I want to be careful not to say that because that minister in question that has been protested that we were we were covering right is has had some acquaintance or or relationship with this guy that he necessarily supports all those views, right? We don't want to be the, doing what people have done to us in that sense, where you know we well, need people of, like Richard Spencer or whatever. We're not, you know. We yeah, don't but hold those from days.
0: everything that this what I've seen about these policies, it's mm. all in line, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, it's a cause for concern, definitely. But of course, like you just, I I just don't want to immediately go to the conflation that, that right. Like, but I
0: think it is fair to say that this is everything these people are protesting, right? They're not just protesting this prime minister, they're protesting all of these things. They're saying yeah. we don't want any of these policies. Mm-hmm. So am I saying that this minister agrees with everything that this other guy? No, but he is a prominent voice in Irish politics, apparently prominent enough to cause concern for these people and their voices need to be heard. They Yeah, no, I, yeah. I completely
1: agree and I'd probably be out there if I had a similar opportunity here in Canada, right? I mean... I, I do think this is a huge problem and I think it's disgusting. We see this as like, this is something I've seen more and more within like left-wing kind of Marxist uh, diatribes. Like they they don't think that the parents should have control over their children. They yeah. think that children are uh, the more like property of, of the state. community, yeah. of the state, rather than part of the family unit right and
0: this this isn't about just children's rights by the way because i do believe that at a certain point like you can't choose to abuse your child and say that's just my choice as a parent um of course children do have rights independent of their their parents but when we're talking about how how to raise them in regard to sex education is right to a progressive sex education plan a a child's right i don't think it is and i actually think it infringes upon a child's right to I guess, give consent to something that is sexualizing them and I think overwhelming them with mm-hmm. things they're not equipped to understand.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I also think that it's kind of backwards thinking to think that like the state, like some huge b- body, some organization would have a better idea what to do for the individual child than their parents. Than for like the parents that spend like the vast majority of their waking hours with the child. Like you, you would think that you would want to have the most accurate and like personable care for the child, which has been the setup we have always used in, in Western society. Um, but but no, the, somehow the, the Marxist state thinks that it knows best.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's it's definitely concerning. And for the people who are in Ireland protesting this, uh, I, I think you're doing the right thing. And it's disappointing to see that even something as simple as saying, yeah. hey, I, I don't know if we should be doing this with regard to like children and sex hormones, like that's apparently controversial now. Yeah. It's, it's pretty disgusting. But I mean, at, at least it looked like there were fewer Antifa members there than would have happened if it were like somewhere like New York or something like yeah. that. It didn't seem like too many of them.
1: I agree. It seemed like an actual, I, I, from all the video footage I saw there, I was pretty happy with just about everything there, the messaging. Mm-hmm. um, You know, I, again, they were a little bit violent towards the Antifa people taking their property. Yeah, I, guess, I,
0: I, but I don't support that. Yeah, I was, I, know. Like,
1: I was, by the way, when I said that, I was like, I was joking. I don't I don't mean like actually do violence against these people, but at the same time, um, most of the stuff that happened at that protest, the way they were speaking about these things was very clear, um, uh, very rational, and and I thought the message was very important and good. And I'm yeah. sad to see it being described as Nazism to some people.
0: Yeah, and, and to anyone who might say, like, oh, the noose imagery was too far. I'm fine with it in regards to pedophiles. I don't care. And I'll yeah. say that, like, I don't care. Listen, I don't care.
1: right now, what's nice about that statement is it's not even controversial. And I hope that stays that way. Cause, yeah,
0: I hope so. Listen,
1: if you're preying on children, it is what it is. We have to separate you from society.
0: Next up, though, we actually have a very sad story. A mother, I think, in Indiana, if I'm not mistaken, was recently shot by Black Lives Matter supporters. Now, we talk about media bias all the time on this show. And it's not just the decision of how to report on stories. It also involves choosing which stories to report on in the first place, right? Because a yeah. lot of, I think, important news stories don't end up getting much traction in the mainstream media because they don't go along with their narrative. And, you know, on the flip side of that, stories, which are pretty much just nothing burger, can end up exploding onto the national stage. I do think media bias is feeding into this movement. Uh, studies show that... When it comes to police confrontations, white men, I think, are just a little bit more likely to be shot by police than black men. That—that is, like, once they're in an altercation with
1: confounding factors and what have you, and
0: when they're in an altercation with the police, right? Right. Um, So that's not to say that uh, police reforms aren't needed. That we shouldn't talk about things like unjust use of force. Absolutely not. But it does kind of chip away at the idea that police are just out there gunning down black men in the street for no reason.
1: Yeah. Right. And I mean, when's the last time that you saw footage of a white white person being killed by police getting national attention, right? right? It happens actually more often. Because, right. And that makes sense because we'd expect that for by, per capita statistics. But I, I haven't heard of one that has gotten national attention in basically my entire life almost.
0: Right, and actually Matt Walsh, if you follow him on Twitter, he actually, he drew attention to that by sharing the story of this white man who was in a very similar situation yep. to George Floyd. Uh, I think there was an officer like kneeling on his chest or something. He passed out and died. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were kind of joking around. It was a disgusting, I think, display of overuse of force. It got no media attention. I think, because he's white. Uh, well, now we have a story where a woman was killed by Black Lives Matter supporters, but so far, would you believe, not much coverage has happened, which is so, it's so disgusting. I would love to say, well, maybe it's just because the media hasn't really heard about this yet, but I, I have a feeling that if the roles were reversed, it was a Black Lives Matter supporter uh, killed by a white person, this would have blown up, like, immediately. So, before we get to that, though, on some lighter news, I wanna tell you about Ashford. So. Right now, schools are kind of happening essentially online. But if you look at places like Harvard, they are still charging you full tuition, even though your classes are going to be just distance online, which I don't think is fair. And it's definitely not good bang for your buck. But with Ashford, you get that same great online education for a reasonable price. Not, I think it's $60,000 at Harvard anyway.
1: Yeah, not cheap.
0: Not cheap. But with Ashford, the dream of a better tomorrow can start with your online degree. So Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. And at Ashford, expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience in online classes built for life's twists and turns. You can learn from home or wherever you feel comfortable. You can pursue a degree in one of Ashford's 60-plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. With 24-7 access to your classroom, daily support, and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to help make your dreams a reality. And, we see so many colleges right now struggling to catch up to the idea of online classes, but with Ashford, they are thankfully already equipped for that. So Dare to Dream Big, your tomorrow starts today at Ashford University. There is no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu lauren. Again, that's ashford.edu lauren, ashford.edu lauren. Just note, though, that not all programs are available in all states. All right. So I really want to say thank you to Cassandra Fairbanks, who writes for the Gateway Pundit, for kind of bringing the story to my and I think a lot of other people's attention.
1: Yeah, because I hadn't heard of this.
0: Yeah, same. It's from her. And she actually, when she heard of the story, she took the initiative to speak to the victim's families and stuff, i.e. doing actual journalism that for some reason, I think political reasons, uh, quote, the mainstream journalists just don't seem interested in doing, but we have her article here. She writes, a 24-year-old mother was killed by a Black Lives Matter mob in Indianapolis last week, allegedly for saying all lives matter. Jessica Doty Whitaker was shot and killed following an altercation with Black Lives Matter thugs who were upset that she she and her fiancé had said all Lives Matter last Sunday. And and I, I do want to note that there have been, a, there was a local Fox station that reported on this, mm-hmm. but listen to how they framed it. They said, according to the victim's family, the shooting started with an argument over Black Lives Matter and language.
1: Mm. That's a rather vague way of putting it, isn't it? That's
0: a very vague way of, of putting it. And I think the reason they do that is because if people actually knew that folks were getting gunned down for saying All Lives Matter, there'd be a lot more concern and a lot more attention on this story.
1: It's, it's kind of ironic to me and we talked about like the the way that national coverage happens over white people dying it's Mm -hmm. like it's almost true like you know that when someone says all lives matter it almost is important to say because all lives do matter yes but a lot of our lives are being swept under the rug right now if they don't fit the narrative yeah so actually i i i initially i was not on board with the all lives matter thing it was uh, to me it was like a little bit cringy i mean you know it, it it stank of conservative reactionism mm-hmm. and of like just like not understanding that like culturally that was a was kind of a suicidal route to me. Um, but when you see things like this happen, it is it is so ironic, right? All lives matter and then you get killed and you don't hear about it. Right. That That is, it is a horrible irony.
0: Yeah. And it's even, I think. Don Lemon himself said that Black Lives Matter is not about all black lives. When yeah. he was talking with Terry Crews, which is so frustrating, but it's the same principle. Even if you are black, if you, for example, get shot in Chicago in some you know gang altercation, you're not gonna receive the same attention. Absolutely. If you are a black former police chief and you die in the street, trying to defend a store or something, I think it was, your life does not matter to them. And, you know, it's so true. All life does matter. All life is precious. And just seeing this escalation of violence, it's so, its like, it makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. Like all of the families that are being affected right now, I, I don't even know what to say except for I hope this violence eventually, if not right now, stops. Cassandra's article continues, her father, Robert Doty, told the Gateway Pundit that the BLM supporters had walked by her and her fiance and said, black lives matter, to which Jessica responded that all lives matter. Now, like to me, that's just like, that's not even a, okay, you walk away. Who, who cares, right? Right. Apparently, these people care, it says the BLM activist had allegedly pulled out a weapon during the argument, which prompted Ramirez to do the same. This led to them backing off, but not for long. It was squashed and they went up the hill and left, we thought. But they were sitting on St. Clair, waiting for us to come under the bridge. And that's when she got shot, the victim's fiance, Jose Ramirez told the station. And Doty confirmed, unfortunately, that neither CNN nor Fox News had reached out to them for information about the case, despite the murder being murderer being on the loose. So this person is just roaming the streets right now. And she does write that anyone with information about the shootings is asked to call the IMPD homicide office at 317-327-3475 or Crime Stoppers of Central Indiana at 317-262-8477. So just very upsetting story there. She had a young child that she is leaving behind. And
1: tragic.
0: it's so tragic. and,
1: And senseless.
0: Yeah, very, very senseless. I mean, just... All lives, like I said before, they do matter, but I feel like Black Lives Matter as an overall movement, not talking about every single person who, you know, has hashtagged BLM at any point. But that movement, I just, it's such a toxic influence on the culture right now. Like when we look at the gain, quote, gains, they've gotten um, violent riots. Like there've actually been murders now. Like a lot of people have died in these riots. Um, Just overall racial division, hate. And I do think that a lot of the things that they talk about, when you look at the statistics, it's, it's, Maybe you have good intentions, but it's fueled by ignorance, right? And not understanding the actual numbers. And so I just think anytime, like we, like the, our culture at large has been, we ignore rioting, uh, the breaking of laws. You just embolden people like this, right? No. You just say, this is acceptable. This is okay. You can do whatever you want. We're not going to take any actions. And actually, do you remember there was that, that Asian woman who made that TikTok video saying next time you say all lies matter, I'll slit your throat. Yeah. Right. Um, I saw a lot of even conservatives saying like, oh, it's just a joke. Who cares? It's like, these people hate you. I don't think they understand. Like, these people hate you. They're not, I mean, yeah, like it's an analogy, but she honestly would not, I think, be upset if that happened to someone in order to, to prove the point about like, And I say my paper cut hurts.
1: Yeah, there's this weird dichotomy. Like, there there is a fine line to dance between being a conservative and and being on a high horse and not saying, you know, we should should take people's flags when they're protesting and we should assault them, which I agree with. But then you have to have zero tolerance for certain things like that. Like, it's not cancel culture for someone to lose their job for saying they're going to slit your throat if you say all lives matter yeah that's not cancel culture it's and just, very just
0: imagine for a second if the reverse had been true do you think yeah. they would you know for a minute give you any type of mercy the answer is no no they would not and it's like i mean i know they're going to say some people like i don't think we should politicize this woman's death again if the tables were turned do you think that the mainstream media the left wing would hesitate to politicize this story no and you know what there's no way to not politicize this. She was killed for political reasons, for upsetting, you know, these Black Lives Matter activists. So, you know, I, I sympathize with the conservatives who are like, yeah, we need to take the high horse, whatever. I'm not for, you know, doing anything morally repugnant, but at the same time, I would like to see us on the offensive a little bit yeah, and we, standing we, up for ourselves yeah
1: we just can't stomach these people anymore yeah. we've, we've let them run whatever they do you know they do everything that they want there's no punishment they ride in the streets the governors make excuses for them they defund the police mm-hmm. they do they're doing whatever they want they own the culture they own the institutions at some point you got to say listen when you behave in an openly threatening violent way yeah you have to say listen you're my enemy now And you have to go to prison. You have to, whatever it is. You know, we have to deal with you in some way.
0: I don't even know what the message of the story is other than this is terrible. This needs attention. And again, if you have any information or know anything about the case, like please contact the authorities. It's just, it makes it even worse that this person has not even been caught yet. But I think that's pretty much all the time we have for today. I wish we could end on a happier note, but the the news is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, take care. Thanks again for watching and we will see you next time.